Hey, hey, welcome back to the Next Level Faith Podcast. I'm your host, Julianne Kirkland, and we are in 2022. As of the time of this recording, we are on January 4th, 2022. I hope y'all had a beautiful Christmas and Happy New Year. We took the kids to Disney World for Christmas break. They are on, they were on a two week break for Christmas. They have the week of Christmas off and then the week after. So the week of Christmas, we were like, let's go have a very magical Christmas. We'll take them to Disney world. It'll be beautiful and magical. And this once in a lifetime experience, right? That's what we're thinking. And it was also Disney's 50th anniversary, which was beautiful and cool and all of that. So we're like, yeah, absolutely. Once in a lifetime experience for our children to do this, right? Big deals. Julianne had some high hopes, okay? Like real big, visionary, dreaming, magnificent vision of of excellence (laughs) for this trip. So um, none of it turned out how I had envisioned it to. My kids were sick the whole time. Um, we were passing around two separate viruses. One we believe was the norovirus. It was this nasty stomach virus. And the other one was some cold symptom, something. Um, and it was just nasty and a mess. And as soon as somebody would get over the throw up bug, then they would have like a day of, Oh, I feel okay. Ish. And then the next day they would get the cold virus that was going around. So it was just this nonstop dance of, all right, what kind of medication do I give this kid? Okay. What what are we going to do with this kid? Meanwhile, we have purchased these tickets to Disney world. Every day we were going to the park. And the thing that I don't think Disney considered when they came up with this, you have to reserve your day in the park right? You have to say, oh, okay, well on Tuesday, I'm going to Magic Kingdom. And you not only have to have a ticket to get in, you also have to have a reservation so that they know that's where you are, which I, I understand for their COVID protocols. They want to be able to see like, you know, who was where. Okay. I get that. However, because of that, now more and more sick people are going into the park. Whereas instead of saying, okay, I have, I'm here for seven days. I'm on vacation for seven days. I have five days in the park. We would much rather, and would have in the past, those first two days where our kids were kind of grossly sick, we would have taken those as home days, hotel days, right? We just stay here. Let's knock it out, get over it. And then we'll use the last five days in the park. Now, because you paid for it, you have to go those days. It it was this dance. So Bradley and Ashton stayed home that first day that we went to Hollywood studios. It was pouring down rain, y'all pouring down rain, like drenched. We had on raincoats and still got wet. So we bought, you know, $12 Disney ponchos, um, And we were trying to make the best of it. We were like, we're here. It's Disney World. Yay. Merry Christmas. And, but, you know, we were missing part of our family. Matt was home at the hotel with um, Ashton and Bradley. And Bradley had the throw up part 
and Ashton had the cold part. <laughs> so two different things going on. And so I take the two big boys and um, uh, Myers and Walker. Okay. So we're at the park and um, trying to make the best of it in the rain. We get two of the inside rides done. And then um, it was just, it was too much. We were like, you know what, this is, this is too hard. It's hard to be a one parent in the park with four kids and, you know, Campbell's 12 and technically you have to be 14 to ride with somebody that's older than seven. So for that trip, Campbell was 14 and the quads were seven. They're almost seven. So I feel like that kind of counts, but Campbell's, you know, he's very mature for his age and he's very tall. So really uh, anyway, so that was the situation we were trying to work through. So I was like, you know what, let's go back. Let's get dry. We'll have lunch. Um, it's supposed to let up in the rain later this afternoon. Um, you guys can come back with daddy. You'll have your, uh, droid building experience, which was part of their Christmas present. They got to go and build these droids and star Wars land. Um, I was like, daddy will take y'all to do that. It'll be great. I'll stay home with Ashton and Bradley second half of the day. All right. So we were going to do this switcheroo. So we get back home. The rain does let up. We're like, oh, praise Jesus. Yay. It's going to work out great. So right as they're about to head out the door, Myers looks funny, like not normal, smiling, happy Myers. And I was like, Myers, do you want to stay home with me? You look tired. Do you want to just stay here with me? No, I want to go. I want to go. I want to go. Or do you feel okay? Do you need some medicine? Are you okay? No, I'm fine. And he, you know, he hadn't had diarrhea. He hadn't thrown up. He hadn't gagged. He hadn't um, laid his head down. Like he didn't look funny. He didn't have any snot, any sniffle, any, anything that the other two had. So we were like, okay. So, um, they go, they go back with Matt. It was Myers and Walker and Campbell and Jack. And so they go back and they're waiting in the line at the tower of terror, which Jack was just thrilled to pieces to be able to ride. He was so excited about the tower of terror because now he's tall enough to ride it because <laughs> last time we went, he wasn't. So we're there. No, I'm not there. They're there waiting in the line of tower of terror. And the, um, alert on Matt's phone goes off saying that, you know, you've got 30 minutes before your droid building experience starts. Well, how that works now is that you reserve that experience with your credit card. And if you don't cancel, then they charge your card anyway. So Matt's like, okay, guys, we've got to get out of this line. We've got to go do this experience. Um, he tried calling the number, which they're like, your wait is three hours. And he was like, well, that's not going to work. <laughs> so you're like, okay, guys, we've got to get out of this line. We're going to go build these droids. Great. Fantastic. Everybody was on board. So they go to build the droids and um, they're halfway through having a blast. It's so cool. They're picking out their, um, you know, the tops of the droids, the feet of the droids, the little R2-D2 looking guys, BB-8 looking guys. They're making one for Ashton since he's homesick and it, they're just having a, a great time. And Meyer starts to lay his head down and the lady that's helping him build this droid is like, come on, buddy. You know, she's trying to make it exciting for him. And, um, Matt's over there helping Walker and, um, he looks to Myers and it's like, Myers, buddy. And Myers picks up his head, looks at Matt and goes, hmm. 
And Matt's like, no. And so he grabs Myers and he starts running out of there. He gets over to the section kind of where Campbell and Jack are building by the door and Myers throws up. I mean, it just starts spewing out the sides of his mask and just, oh, it was a mess. It was such a mess. And so there he is. Like he's got his other six-year-old still in there in that room and he has to run out with his now vomiting child. Um, and so he does. He's like, can some, somebody watch that? <laughs> and he's running out with Myers, who's now throwing up. Gets Myers cleaned up. And he's like, buddy, we have to go back inside. I can't just leave Walker and Jack and Campbell inside. I've, we've got to go back inside. So he gets him a clean mask and takes him back inside. The lady that had been helping Myers was gone. <laughs> so I guess she was really grossed out. <laughs> so somebody else was there. So they finish what they're doing, package everything up and leave to come home. So they didn't get to do anything. We did two rides that whole entire day at Hollywood studios because of, of the situation. The next day was animal kingdom and, um, Bradley hadn't thrown up in over 12 hours and we had um, gotten her some medicine. Our pediatrician called some stuff into the local pharmacy. So we were able to go get that. And she was finally able to keep liquids down and then a little bit of food down that morning. So we were like, okay, we're going to attempt animal kingdom. Okay. So we're like, all right, let's just, let's give it a whirl. We had our reservation for the Tusker house breakfast at 10 15. We're like, we're just going to take it easy. We don't have to rush to be there. We're going to take it easy. Maybe get a couple rides in, um, and then do our breakfast and we'll just, we'll take it really slow and easy. If anybody doesn't feel good, let us know. <laughs> nobody trust a fart today. <laughs> like nobody do that. <laughs> if you have to toot, let us know. And we'll take you to the bathroom. So we were just going to be totally like prepared because our big boys wanted to be in Disney world. We wanted to be in Disney world. So it's just, anyway, we get there and we do the dinosaur ride. We all do that together, which was fun and exciting. Everybody could ride size wise. So it was great. Then we go and do, um, Matt takes Walker to sit with him and then Campbell and Jack ride together on Mount Everest. And I was like, okay, I'll stay with the other three, and we'll just kind of walk around. It was cooler outside that day. And we're like, let's walk around and kind of catch our breath. Cause Bradley was still really weak from having thrown up so much. Um, and we're like, well, we just, we won't kind of stay away from the people. So we'll just kind of do our own thing and we'll meet back with you and then we'll, we'll head to the breakfast. And so, um, we do that and they loved Mount Everest. We go meet back up with them and Camel and Jack are so excited. Oh, that was the best. And I love the Yeti part. And so great. And they're coming down, um, walking down towards Africa, which is where the Tusker house is. And um, we have to wait just for a few minutes and then they escort us back. And now instead of being a buffet where you go up and get your food with COVID protocols, they just bring you massive amounts of food to your table. It's kind of like all you can eat, but we're not going to ask you what you want. We're just going to bring you everything we have. So it's just like food everywhere. And um, Bradley had, you know, a couple bites of fruit and a couple little bites of um, croissant and just really took it easy. And um, I have pictures from the beginning of that breakfast to the end of that breakfast. And you can see Campbell's face, like the color drains out of his face as that breakfast goes on and Jack, you can see the color drain out of his face and they're like posture just slowly starts to slump. 
And so towards the end, we're like, guys, are you okay? And Campbell's like, no, I just, I feel really achy. I don't feel good. We're like, okay, do you need to go to the bathroom? <laughs> like that was our biggest fear. Like, don't crap yourself. And if you need to throw up, let's go to the bathroom now. And he was like, no, it's not, I don't think it's that. Um, and he was like, maybe it was Mount Everest and maybe sick. And we we're like, mm, I don't think so. I don't think that was it. And I, I think you're, you're getting whatever your siblings had. Um, so we finished up and we're like, listen, we have the, cause you have to have a reservation fast passy thing now too, for like the safari ride and all that. So we had that and we're like, we have 30 minutes before that. Do y'all just want to sit out here in the cooler outside and just take time before we go on the safari ride? Are we done? Do we want to go home and just call it a day, take the rest of the day and just like heal? <laughs> do we want to do that? So everybody was on board with going home. They were like, we don't feel good enough. We want to enjoy it. Let's go home. So we do, we go home. Um, the following day was, um, what's that park? Was it? Oh, it was magic kingdom and the big boys were done. So they were like, we can't do it. We're not going. They felt terrible. They caught whatever Ashton had. And so they, um, they decided to stay home at, um, at the hotel And I mean, they slept all day. We kept in touch with them throughout the day, but they just really took it easy. The littles were all feeling well enough to enjoy Magic Kingdom. Even Myers, his throw up, he had only thrown up that one time and kind of bounced back quickly. Bradley was better. Ashton was better. And Walker was good. So um, we did. We enjoyed a day at Magic Kingdom with the littles and it was, it was really fun and it was really exciting. They got to have some, you know, one-on-one time and, and by one-on-one, I mean, four on two, four on two time with their parents. Um, so that was fun for them. And then the following day was Epcot day. Campbell Jack were feeling well enough to try that. So we did, we stayed until maybe two o'clock at Epcot and just again, took it easy and um didn't try and rush and do things and epcot doesn't have many rides anyway so we just kind of walked around and all that jazz and then um the last day was christmas day and everybody was wellish enough to enjoy a full day at magic kingdom again um and it was great we rode all the rides and everybody felt well so at the end of the day we had a Merry Christmas day, <laughs> but all that to say, you know, the night before on Christmas Eve, I was, I was upset. I was disappointed. I was discouraged. Um, the whole time, you know, Matt and I have been trying to keep this positive attitude and really be there for our kids and like show how, even when things aren't going your way, you can still respond in a good way. You can still have a positive attitude. You can still encourage others. You can still make the best of it. Right. We were, that was going to be our good parenting move for Christmas. Um, but y'all, I was, I was upset. I was like, this sucks. This, this cost a lot of money going to Disney world with a family of eight. Are you kidding me? That's expensive. Costs a lot of money. It's worth it when you can enjoy it. when you all are able to enjoy the parks and and have that experience, it is worth it. I feel, um, 
but it wasn't this. We just felt like we wasted so much money to be here. And I really, I don't know why, but I didn't think it was going to be as crowded as it was. And that's silly on my part. It really is. No, nobody misled me there. That was just an oversight on my part. Plus it was the 50th anniversary. So it was stupid packed. I thought because of, you know, everybody was like, oh, we'll go during COVID times and not as many people are allowed in the park and blah, 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 blah. Nope. Nope. There's billions of people in the park. Um, and so it just, it just sucked. It was a sucky experience. Um, and it, and it was hard and again, discouraging. And you have this, this dance you do because like that first day when Matt was going to take Campbell and Jack back to Hollywood studios, Campbell said, can me and Jack just go back with daddy just in case Myers doesn't feel good. And Walker can just stay here with you as well so that we can still have time in the park. And there was that part of us that was like, yeah, that makes the most sense. That would, that would be the best. But when the other two little boys are like, no, we want to go. No, we feel fine. And it's, what do you do? You say no to that. And it was just this, it was a yucky time altogether. But I remember on Christmas Eve talking to Matt about that and just like, I cried. It's silly now looking back thinking that I cried about it, but I did. I was very upset. Like this is none of this worked according to plan. And we wanted it to be this magical vacation and it just sucks. <laughs> it was memorable. Don't get me wrong. We will never forget that trip as a family, but it wasn't what we wanted it to be. We wanted our kids to, to take this time to, to really, pamper our kids. They don't get to do very much because we're such a large family. So we don't do much at all. Um, we're pretty much homebodies, but anyway, and, um, Matt was upset because he loves Disney world and he loves watching our kids and uh, their faces and all that. And, you know, I remember just thinking, wow, here I am and at the end of 2021 overcoming everything that I've overcome. And I'm upset because of the conditions and circumstances of this Disney world vacation. And I picked up my Bible and I started reading the Christmas story. I was like, you know what here again, here I am (laughs) whining and complaining. Like, could, could I even imagine what Mary went through that Christmas Eve night? Like she, those weren't ideal circumstances and conditions. Nope. And so I think God uses some of those hardest times to birth something new in us, to birth something beautiful in us, something that is going to help others. (laughs) And Matt was talking about, he's like, look, I know that he got really serious. I know that when you write, you write based on your experiences and people love that. And it really helps them through whatever they're going through. And he said, but honey, I'm tired of living (laughs) the stuff that you have to write about, (laughs) which is true. But, um, I just, I can't help, but, but have this piece about whatever it is that you're going through that doesn't seem good that doesn't seem right that seems 
off and discouraging, disappointing. You know, so many people start out the new year and they're like, yes, it's going to be a new year. And then it's like, oh, wait, no, just, just the last digit changed. Everything else is the same. (laughs) My bank account's still the same. My habits are still the same. My mindset is still the same because usually here again, we're recording on January 4th, usually by January 3rd, new year's resolutions are out the door. It's like 80% of people just, it's too hard. They haven't developed the habit yet. They haven't developed the mindset yet. They don't have any accountability and, and they, they go by the wayside. But I just want you to know that when things aren't going right, when you've been going through this hard season, these conditions and circumstances that are not ideal, that are not what you envisioned, that you can let it keep you right where you are and just kind of stay on repeat, just stay in the loop. Or you can allow God to transform all of that yuck into something beautiful. It's the law of the harvest. What you reap, you will sow. If you continue to sow good seeds, you will reap a good harvest. You reap what you sow. You reap later than you sow, which is important for people to understand because most people will quit because they're not reaping fast enough. Most people will go out and start digging up what they planted to see if it's growing. Why aren't you growing? Let me just, let me just start digging you up. Nope. Don't do that. It doesn't work that way. You reap later than the season you sow in. And the other thing you have to know is you reap more than what you sow. Think about it. You sow an apple seed. You are going to reap multiple apples. That apple seed that turns into an apple tree doesn't just produce one apple. The apple seed that turns into the apple tree produces multiple of apples, a multitude of apples. So whatever you're planting, perhaps in 2020 and 2021, you were planting a lot of thoughts of of doubt and confusion and frustration. And you, you're seeing the season of that, that reaping season, that harvest season of the consequences of those thoughts. Now is the time to start being really intentional about your thought life. To be really intentional about your thoughts, your words, your actions. And if you think about those as seeds, seeds that you're planting, you know that in due time, you will harvest the fruit from what you sowed. And so I took this trip to Disney World as that, okay, (laughs) this sucked. However, I remembered Mary on Christmas Eve and thought, wow, okay, what am I complaining about? I'm here with my family. Yes, they're sick, but they're healthy. You know, they don't have 
something terribly wrong, they're treatable with medicine. We're all together on Christmas. They all have a love for Jesus. Like we, we were able to take them on this trip, which was huge for us. There's a lot of good things that can come from that. And so now, you know, two weeks later, we look back and we laugh because that's what you do. You can look back at those times that were hard and discouraging, and you can lament on those. And it just will keep you in that stuck place of, oh, what was me? I'm the victim. Everything happens to me. Nothing ever goes right. Or you can say, okay, okay. All right. It's done. It's over. We're not going to, we're not going to do that again. Granted, we will never go to Disney world on Christmas week again, because I also should have known that every single year on Christmas week, my kids are sick (laughs) every single year. (laughs) I don't know what it is. I blame the school parties. I just feel like when all the kids get together and start eating cookies off of plates and stuff and sharing the, I just feel like that's where they all decide to get some, some germs. Um, so I learned my lesson. I learned my lesson. And that's the thing you're going to go through stuff. You are human. You are going to go through stuff, but you can take it and you can learn from it. You can grow from it and you can sow intentional good seeds from that experience so that you have an intentional good harvest later on. So I just wanted to share my Christmas with you guys, and I would love to hear how your Christmas went. You can share with me over on Instagram at the Julian Kirkland. And I would also love to know how you do, how you deal with those disappointing times where you've planned something, you were super excited about something, and then it didn't go according to plan. I would love to hear truly. Now don't, message me and be like, well, you know, everything just works out for its purpose and it's beautiful. And no, I want to hear the real, give me the real, real. Okay. I told you I cried. So if you cried about it, share that, be real. Let's be open and honest with each other. Let's make 2022 a year of vulnerability, right? Because there's so much strength in that. There's so much strength in that. And I want to be able to support you. I want to be able to see you for who you are and for what you go through. And I want you to know that you're seen, hurt, and understood. And I want to pray for you. Okay. So, uh, one of the things I'm going to be doing in 2022 is opening up my calendar for 10 minute prayer calls. And you can schedule a call via my Calendly link and it'll just be a prayer call where I will get on a call together and I will just pray over you and with you. And um, I just think it's so powerful. It's so powerful to have somebody else interceding on your behalf. And we are in a season, we are in a time where God is calling his women forward to use their voice. And so many people are um, timid to put prayer requests on social media, which I get because it's open to the world. However, I want to give you the opportunity to get on a prayer call with me and allow me to just pray with you and over you. It's very powerful and to watch God move in your life. It's an honor. And that's all I have for you today, my friends. 
I hope you did have a wonderful Christmas and welcome to 2022. We are excited for you. And speaking of God calling women forward to use their voice in this season, I will be able to use my voice in a new way that I have never done before. And that is hosting my first ever live event. I have been a speaker on international stages, talking to international audiences of entrepreneurs, um, but it's been for other people. And I'm really excited that I get to host this event and I'll be bringing in a couple guest speakers myself. Um, and it's gonna be a beautiful event just to really empower and equip women of faith on how to bring kingdom principles into their business to become a true kingdom entrepreneur. And I'm really excited about it. And there'll be more of that um, as I'll reveal on the podcast, but also feel free to check it out at www.juliankirkland.com and you can get tickets there or uh, send me a message for any questions you have. That's all I got for you today, my friends. Remember the best version of you begins on your next level of faith. Bye for now.